Non, c'est ce que je disais. Oui, moi, c'est bâti, c'est de la blague. Après tout, tout est beau. Il n'y a qu'à s'intéresser aux choses et les trouver belles. The time has come. Catherine Bigelow! This and some of the other nice things that have happened to me in the last couple of days may turn me into some sort of hopeful optimist and ruin my whole life. Spoil? <laughs> Did he spoil me? No! I remember quite clearly it was 1946 and I was four years old. My mother took me to see King Vidor's Duel of the Sun. You've got to say, I'm a human being! God damn it! My life has value! Babel, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu. I'm a man! Well? Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Al film italiano Deserto Rosso di Michelangelo. It's just that all men are sure it never happened to them, and most women at one time or another have done it, so you do the math. Three artists in the presentation of the Palm d'Or. Adele, Leia, and Abdel Abdel Kishin. We won! Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. So, hello and welcome to the podcast from Filmotomy.com. This is number 84, um, which, of course, is the number that Anne Bancroft visits at Charing Cross Road. It's also the runtime in minutes of four episodes of Friends, but if you skip the titles... It's also the number of dirty naked feet that we see in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> and today I'm joined by four avid Disney fans, I've, I've been told. Um, and we're going to be discussing a very special event that happened last week, last weekend. Uh, so if you want to start, go ahead and introduce yourselves. We'll start with you, Rachel. Have you been on the show before? Yes, this is my third time being on Film Autonomy, so that's exciting. And, uh, yeah, we just, uh, I just got back from the D23 Expo in, uh, in Anaheim. And I, I do, I love, uh, I love particularly classic Disney. I love animation, uh, and I love talking about that in, on my, uh, on my podcast and I have Rachel's reviews podcast and a YouTube channel where I also do family movie nights and, and that's once a week and that's really fun. And I also host the Hallmarkies podcast. So that's me. Uh, who's next? Um, I'm Julia Delbell. Um, I'm a writer in various websites. Um, my main one is actually called Talent Recap, and it's about reality talent shows, so a little bit different than what we're talking about today. But I'm also on the Diz Insider, which is a Disney fan site covering all things Disney, and so that's pretty cool. I'm on there, so I got to do that. And, yeah, um, I was also at D23, so, yeah. And I'm Jonathan from Jonathan EST96 on Twitter. And all I do is talk about movies throughout my life. That's all I could say. All right, I'm Stanford Clark. I am a uh, blogger and a podcaster. I've got a, a, a blog at moviespastandpresent.com. I am grateful to to uh, be on some of Rachel's podcasts, too. I get to be on her Talking Disney podcast and her Obscure Animation podcast. Uh, so I love animation, big Disney fan. And uh, I also love Disney theme parks, too, so I'm a big, uh, big fan of that. And then uh, this was my fourth uh, D23 Expo. I've been to four wow. of the five. Wow. Yeah, it's my second time going. Same second. So we should start about, who, who is this Disney character? No, but seriously, um, what? What is this event then? What is this D23 Expo for those that perhaps think it's you know, it's a license plate? What is it, and, and how how does one how does one participate? Uh, the tagline of the D23 Expo is the ultimate Disney fan event. <laughs> so whether you're the biggest Star Wars fan, Marvel, Pixar, Disney, National Geographic, um, it's the ultimate fan for everyone to to enjoy every two years. It's kind of like uh, Comic Con. But for Disney, uh, just for Disney fans, and uh, so that's kind of think about it with panels and special presentations and. 
things like that. And also, it's the one big fan event that the Walt Disney Company itself runs. You know, they they sponsor it, they plan it, and they they uh, run it. Whereas, you know, all these different cons where there might be some Disney content, uh, you know, Disney's not running the show. Yeah. If I wanted to go next year, what do I what do I need to do? Um, so normally, um, from what I've been told, it opens for tickets, uh, exactly a year before the expo, um, begins. So this year was in August, I believe last time it was in July, so usually it's in the summer every two years, and you'd go to their website and you would buy tickets, um, there's different levels of passes, there's one called Sorcerer's Pass that gets you into everything and it's really expensive and sells it immediately, but usually tickets for three day and the individual days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, are still available, um, usually until like a little bit before the convention. This year, I think they sold out faster than usual, but uh, yeah, it depends really. You can get a member. You get a membership. Uh, you can just go to d23.com. They have a free level where you you know you can become a member and, and access some of their web content. They also have a paid level. You can't get that one. The, sorry. You can't oh, get that yeah. one unless. Outside of, um, unless you're in U.S., from what I've been told, because I was not able okay. to get it. Only, so only U.S. only. Sorry. What about the paid one? Is that available internationally, or is that only U.S. too? Oh, you no, know? paid isn't U.S. only. The free one is international. I have the free one. The paid one oh, is okay. U.S. Yeah, I have Oh, to gotcha. Pay. Okay. Yeah, so then yeah. the paid one, the paid one the gives you... Pardon me? Well, the, for, for gold members, you get access yes. to free stuff or whatever... You, you get because you get a quarterly a quarterly publication they send out yes that and uh, and a free gift every year yeah they send out a gift. any option to go to other events throughout the year like they had a meetup at comic-con there was one where there was like doing a, a roller rink with mickey and minnie or something so a lot of the stuff usually that happened in california but yeah and, also and, screen, and screenings on the studio lot and all sorts of different yes. things disney related events yeah yeah a tour around the studio itself that's actually yes. one of my highlights of, of my entire life after this. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty good. Um, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm gonna admit, I'm not the biggest Disney fan. Certainly not as much as you guys. But um, I can see the appeal. I mean, I watched the tra- the trailer for the for Disney Plus for, for that launch in November, and it kind of it kind of got got me a little bit emotional. And it's not really. My kids would laugh at me if, if they knew I said that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it really, really, that trailer really sells it, you know, from an editing perspective and all those classic stuff that we, we've kind of grown up with and from before our time as well, all come together in this like two minutes. I mean, so that's just the, the Disney Plus. So um, while you were there, what did you get up to there? What, what did you see? What stands did you attend, shows, etc.? Did you dress up? <laughs> I think Julie is the only one that dressed that did cosplay, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. It's like what's called a Disney bound, um, which is like basically it's regular clothes, but in the style of a Disney character. Um, I actually bought some official merchandise that was supposed to kind of go with it. But I dressed on one of the days as the um, genie from Aladdin, but when he was changed in at the end going on vacation. So he was wearing this like Hawaiian style shirt. And the goofy hat that you can buy at the Disney parks. So I was wearing that. There was actually a shirt available at like Hot Topic. I went and got that was inspired by that. So it was meant to be from that. And then I got I had the hat already. So I did that. And there were a lot of other people going like from everything from Disney bound to like full on cosplay. I was seeing like princess dresses and people doing elaborate costumes inspired by rides. So there's lots of that. They had something called the Mousquerade, which is like a masquerade at other conventions, which is basically a costume contest. Uh, that was really cool. And there was like photo shoots going on outside for different um, themes. So there's a Star Wars one. There was a Marvel one. There were some other ones where everyone could just kind of converge and show off their costumes and take pictures. I, I just I, I have to have really comfortable shoes. And so that that makes sometimes cosplay a little bit hard for me. But, uh, but, yeah, it's really fun to see how creative people can be. Uh, one of my favorites of the festival was, or of the uh, expo, was uh, a group that they did uh, four or five of the, uh, of the Pixar shorts uh, that they all were together. Uh, so you had the, 
the snowman from uh, Nick Knack. You had the the boy from La Luna. Yeah, it was very it was very creative. <laughs> they had the two mountain two of them were in the mountain, the lavas from the volcanoes from lava. It was very creative. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. I like it too. The cosplay really is amazing. I saw one. I actually saw two people. Uh, they were in um, these dresses that they made that were actually the dresses were actually the haunted mansion, but it was like almost like a almost like they were wearing a dollhouse. That was. Did yeah. anybody see that? Those those women in the, yeah. in the haunted mansion dresses. Yeah, I so. <laughs> yeah. No, where I mean, I don't know how they even were able to move around, but still, it was you know creative. <laughs> That was really creative. Yeah, another one that was really cool was uh, a bunch of uh, girls that were uh, were wearing big poofy ball gown versions of the princess dresses, and but then they flipped the skirt up. Oh yeah, the, turned into and, teacups. Yeah, and then they were like the teacups at, uh, <laughs> at, uh, at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, I saw them too. <laughs> it's very good. So yeah, they yeah. can be. It can be a lot of fun. You have to pick something yeah. that you're comfortable waiting in line a long time for. Mm. Like that. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah I like, wondered about that and how long yeah. some of those people lasted. I think and it seemed like a lot of them just like wanted their pictures taken. You know, good for them. Yeah. You know, so the, so I hope they had fun. Yeah, the, the it's an expo of lines. It, yes. Yeah. You just have to know that going into it. Lines, 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 lines mm. for everything. Pretty much, yeah. Waited up to twelve hours just to get to the studio panel. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Did you really, dude? Oh my yes. stars. Bring in everything. Bring in food, your blankets, whatever you need. You're but be careful hours. because they stopped allowing certain kinds of things to live, and you can bring in blankets, but you can't bring in pillows or sleeping yeah, bags anymore. Mm. So yeah, we're getting stricter on that. They had a whole donations. Uh, pile of all that stuff that that they had that people had brought that was was then going to be donated <laughs> they really i didn't see that on my stars yeah, yeah. and I, the earliest i got there was even though i had a reservation so i was very lucky but oh, yeah. i i i uh, i got there i still got there around uh 5 30 uh the the morning of the studios panel saturday morning uh because it was really unclear i i didn't want to i was worried i was gonna miss even though i had a reservation i was gonna miss getting into the convention and so they could do a better job of of explaining how that all worked it was a little confusing but it was was kind of crazy yeah because, I mean, my greatest fear was I'd be waiting in security outside, and I would miss the, because the, the convention started at 9 o'clock, but you were supposed to be in line with your reservation at 9 o'clock. And so I'm like, how does that work? And anyway, so it was it was confusing, and I was lucky because I, by some miracle, was able to fall asleep early all three nights, probably because I was so exhausted. Um, and then... <laughs> Uh, so I was, I was able to wake up early, which is unusual for me. So it, it all worked out. But but anyway, it was crazy because uh, without us planning, Stanford and I arrived at the at at, uh, at the line at five at the same time at the exact same time. I that hear this voice so behind great. me. I was like, what? <laughs> that was so awesome because I was gonna, I was just gonna text you, Rachel. You know, as soon as I got her, just yeah. see where you were, and then there you were. Then, then, then we ran into each other. It was serendipity. Crazy. Yeah, and yeah, it, it was fun because then we ended up seeing that uh, Jonathan and Julia. We, we were all waiting in the communal line, <laughs> so we all got to see yeah. each other. So there was a certain amount of uh, that. It makes it a little bit more fun than. Than some lines might be, but still. Well, and it was so yeah. nice to meet Jonathan and Julia too in line. And I didn't, um, uh, Jonathan. I didn't realize you had been there for so long. Oh my god! Yeah, Twelve hours. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I got have the nothing gold to complain about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I got the gold member for for D23, so I took the advantage of the front of the line. I knew someone who had a gold member, and he had a reservation, and the reservations, if you pick, 
you can get a plus one, and he had an extra, so that's how I got into studios. Because yeah, by the too. time I woke up, um, General was already, like, the, the walk-ins were already closed, which I knew they would be, so that's why I was trying to make a deal with someone to get a plus one so I could get into that one, and I was very lucky that the person basically had two spots, so he gave me one of his extra. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, I feel like the people that I know that, or at least what I'm hearing online, the people that were there for shopping had the worst experiences. Yeah. <laughs> if you're uh, there, yeah, I can't comment on that. If you were there for the panels, I feel like you had a better experience because even if you didn't get into your main panel, there were still other good panels and the other panels where I thought were great too, too Rach. Yeah. 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 See, with the shopping is like so many people show up so early for that because they're going to buy this stuff and then they're going to sell it online for more, for more money. So they're yeah. basically going there to make money. So they showed up like people were freaking out, like panel people were freaking out because there was people showing up at like Thursday morning, really early, you know, yeah, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning or something. But then no, it's just the shopping people. But then the people who actually wanted to go shopping, it was kind of bad for. So yeah, it was kind of like, you know, but that's how it goes. I don't know how they can stop that really. So yeah. Yeah, unfortunately you can't. Yeah, because people want the limited edition stuff at the stores and it's like I don't know I feel like that's like less satisfying of an end like yeah maybe you get excited if you get the doll that you want but but it's not the same as oh I got into this panel and I got to spend all it's, it's, it's not as like emotionally satisfying I feel like so you don't leave with as good an experience uh, and so I don't know. That's just my guess. I, I did go to one of the stores and it was it was fun. I got a T-shirt. <laughs> it's fine, but <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. I feel like that's yeah a less satisfying way to do the expo. But let's just be. Yeah. One tip I heard about the stores from someone is if you go in line, like if you get in the line five minutes before the expo closes, they still have to let you in. So they let people in, whatever, and then you're not missing the other stuff, but you can still go to the store. That's one tip. That's a good tip. I tried to get into, well, actually I didn't try very hard, but I went into, to try, you know, there, there was that gold member lounge on the show floor where they, did, they had like a penny press and they were yeah. giving out Mickey ice cream bars and stuff. But yes, I, went I, I walked by, I think, around 6. And I just asked how long the line was. And they said the line's about an hour. And also they said it was closed. So that line, they closed really early. But it took an hour to get in there. I didn't go in at all. That's crazy. An hour to get into the lounge. And then an hour to wait for your free, your quote-unquote free ice cream bar. I'm not kidding. (laughs) And it's just like, wow, this is a really great perk. You know, <laughs> being a how big member. a Disney fan are you? Yeah, <laughs> you could walk to Disneyland, you know, and get one and walk back. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's crazy. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, but you really do have to wait for everything. I they like any attraction of any kind. If you're uh, if you're want to get your picture in front of Woody and Buzz, you're waiting a half hour at least. If you they had Anna and Elsa statues, you're waiting for that. <laughs> and yeah. so you just kind of have to just say, okay, that's what this is. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. but yeah, Mickey Bar, that's pushing it. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah, and a free Coke from Batu. If you you've been to Ali's Edge, you got a Coca Cola. Oh. Um, you know, shaped like a grenade. Did any of you guys do the hospital <laughs> bagging thing? My yes, dad, I did. while I was doing something else, um, we got a bag and stuff, so that was cool. We got some free stuff. Um, I wanted to do it, but I think it was, like, busy by the time I was going to go there, but yeah. I actually did get to do it, but you got to do it, Stanford? Yeah, and it was a really short wait. The time I went, I went on Friday, and, I mean, it was maybe a 10-minute wait to get in there. Um, it was what really exactly worthwhile. What exactly did it entail? So, they gave you a tour of... Um, well, they had they had some exhibits set up about some of these things they're putting in to children's hospitals, 
And so basically they're putting in murals and giving the kids uh, like a little activity kit and also providing hospital gowns and things, anything that that could make the experience, I mean, you know, because how scary it is to go into a hospital at any age, particularly oh. when you're a child. Uh, if you're a, pa- a child patient, how to make the experience a little more pleasant. And then the service project was was you they they gave you a, a bag and then you put like ten items in it that would that the kids would use at the hospital. So there were sticker packs and things that they could decorate the room with, a coloring book, that kind of stuff. And then they gave you a, another bag and a pan as your as your prize. But I, but it was I thought it was really cool because I had read about this initiative. Well, I work in healthcare, you know, as my just my job. But I had read about some of this initiative that Disney was doing. And thought it was just really worthwhile. So that was one of the that was one of the nice experiences for me at the expo. Mm-hmm. So we all went to the uh, the studios panel. So I guess we should yeah. t- talk about that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think that was the only one where they took people's phones this year and they made us put them into bags, unless you were media, because um, they really didn't want anyone filming or taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I thought it was it was it was really good. I I did feel like by the time we got in there, I was pretty pretty wiped out, and so I was I got a little bit sleepy, which was well, not because it was boring, but just because I was just really tired. Oh, tired. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't imagine what you must have felt like, Jonathan, by the time you got in. Oh. I got the fun rows. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, oh, like wow. in the third session. Good it was just you. amazing. Nice. It was amazing. Oh, my God. It's just I never felt so excited to see um, our upcoming movies than ever. They really do pump prime the like that audience. I think they could get up there and be like announcing the Mater movie, all Mater, all the time. <laughs> would be like, yeah! the audience was wild. Yeah, Man, we, were, we were like eight. Like everyone freaked out over like when Ryan Coogler come up. This was near the beginning of the panel, and he said, "Okay, we can't announce." like, the title or the villain of Black Panther 2, but here's when it's coming out, and then everyone went nuts. Yeah, And it was yeah, just right. a yeah. release date. <laughs> we can't tell you any details. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Mark Keller, so I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. I yeah, also think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, please, after you. Um, I, I do think it's also kind of grown-worthy that, like... They, I like it when they actually give the celebrity something to do and something to say, as opposed to just, here's so-and-so that's going to be in the movie, and they wave, and here's another person, wave. Like, I don't really care about that. Like, yeah, at sorry, least yeah. a question. I'd like at least a question asked to them or something. Don't just be like, yay, you're famous. Woo. Yeah. Um, I liked it that the Frozen 2 people came out to sing. Like, at least yeah. they were doing stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, at least they're performing something from the original film, you know, like for the upcoming movie. Yeah, yeah like the, like the, a new song. Like they, they previewed a lot of Frozen shows. I know it's one of the ones that's, that's like coming up most soon, so that makes sense. But yeah, they, were, they did like three songs or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah and that whole segment. extended yeah. clip they showed of one of the songs. Yeah, uh, yeah one segment. Yeah, yeah. They were really pumping Frozen too, which was, you know, fine by me. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. The only big miss, I mean, I'm I, I'm not looking forward to Melissa to at all, but I thought that whole thing was so odd. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, the clip's terrible, but then they uh, they bring out the the cast, and they were all just so awkward, except for uh, uh, Elf, oh, is it Elf Fanning? Uh, yeah, it was El Fanny. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was good, but um, but it was so weird to me. They, they asked Michelle Pfeiffer. She's up there, and they're like, "Hey, how was it making this movie?" And she was just like, like um, "I did." Uh, 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 <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for her. I just don't know what she yeah. was thinking. She couldn't it was have so weird. <laughs> Angelina Jolie was like, "Yeah, I'm in Marvel now. I don't care about this." <laughs> she wants to be in Star Wars. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maleficent too. I think was like probably the low light of that, but I loved everything else. Like I loved everything, everything else. 
Yeah, the everything else is really fun. I I love the the Junkers. Well, it was I thought that was hilarious how they play how they played yeah. the you know the yeah. male and female trailers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that looked really fun and the Pixar stuff. I just thought I oh. died and gone to heaven. I mean, oh I yeah, same same. They showed so much of the animation stuff between Pixar and the, the two Pixar and the two Walt Disney Animation. Like, that was, like, they showed, like, tons of stuff. Yeah. Really oh, great. It was funny, oh, though, because yeah. I, I was trying to explain Soul to uh, to friends and stuff after. And I was like, I completely failed. I was like, it made sense when they were talking about it. But it's, it's like, part of his soul oh. or his... Well, is blocked, yeah. and he's a jazz singer. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Be <laughs> doctor. I who cares? Right. <laughs> like Tina Fey is a particle pigment. Uh, yeah. Tina Fey has a soul, but she doesn't know what soul is it. That's the question about the movie. Yeah. It was. It was. I was like, you had to be there. I don't know. It's kind of true. Story. You just kind of have to yeah. be there. I feel yeah. like Onward was kind of the same because, like, we they showed us, like, a ton of it. They showed an eight-minute clip, and then they showed more after it. And, like, all this weird stuff was happening. It's, like, it's about, like, like almost like Dungeons & Dragons or, like, the Magic <laughs> Gathering, maybe. And then there's, like, Weekend at Bernie's because they have, like, the... Yeah. Yes. I've been listening to this. Well, I haven't even seen this, so it's, like, they don't even know what I'm talking about right now. But it's, like, what even is this? But, like, I think that was my favorite of all the ones I saw I saw there. But, like, you know... It's just like you can't describe it to people. It's so hard. It's so yeah. true. I know. I was trying it's to explain onward. Pixar's, yeah, Pixar's well known for their strange ideas for years. I mean, P Doctor did monsters. I mean, yeah. What else you can do? Yeah, how do you explain that one? Just like, go see the movie and it'll be good. Who cares? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. when, we did our Pixar, when we did our Pixar podcast and I was trying to explain. Um, Pearl, the, the ball of wool short. I, I, when I was explaining it for the first time, I was spontaneous, but I was thinking, they don't have what, know what I'm talking about, but luckily Rachel was, was there and she knew exactly what I was talking about. Because otherwise, even people were like, uh, is he just making this up? Yeah. Ball of wool, the yeah. short film. What, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I guess, the I was a little bit irritated because... They had this clip from uh, the from Rise of Skywalker with the dark ray that most people have seen now. Because you go through all this effort, you wait in all this line, and you expect to get some exclusives. That's why you're turning in your phone, for goodness sakes. Yeah. And and for them to release that clip that it was exclusive the day, the day after. after. That well, irritated since, me a little yeah. bit. Didn't Disney Plus drop most of the trailers or stuff you guys saw like five minutes after the panel? Like, like Mandalorian yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Like, yeah. Although I know they were a little strict with that one, so it wasn't as surprising. But it's like, there was hardly anything exclusive to that one, I feel like. Like, people yeah. were creating some of the videos they saw. They were like recreating the Wanda and like putting that online. And like, yeah. I think the yeah, only. There, there wasn't was, very like, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't there. Like there I wasn't see. very much exclusive to Disney Plus. There was a pretty cool, surprisingly long little thing they did on the What If show. Yeah, I think that was the um, only the thing that, one? Like, we haven't seen publicly yet. And then there was, been... yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Uh, there was a little thing from the Muppets. Uh, there were a few other little things, but but yeah, I mean, I expected like full on trailers to be be released. But when but the Rise of Skywalker thing, that was kind of like a clip montage, and so it felt kind of exclusive. And so for it to be released, and most of the stuff is going to be released anyway. We accept that. But for it to be released the day after, I was just kind of like, come on, give us yeah. a break. <laughs> That's sort of annoying. Yeah, at least I can discuss it to my friends. They don't even believe me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was kind of yeah. funny. But, uh, but yeah, the Disney Plus panel, I, I think it was the, the best as far as these large panels, as far as a production. Uh, they had uh, Yvette and Nicole Brown as the MC, and she was yeah. really good. Plus, they started yeah, she off. Was, like live streaming. She looked like, yeah. she was, like it's good that they had like, an actor doing it. I think so, yeah. Rather than Alan Horn, who's just like a business guy. <laughs> He's I old. Think, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Bob Iger yeah. was okay, but like Alan yeah. Horn was not. And yeah. Horn's not very dynamic, is he? Yeah, he yeah. he tries, but yeah, he's seventy. Yeah, years. not really. A, he's not really a showman. In yeah, that regard. He did fine, but not like it just wasn't as entertaining it was a business. as business. It was a business. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I'm glad like they, they, he like handed it over to director to talk because most of them. Yeah. Job. Like I like the guy yeah. who did so, like Pete Doctor did really well I think. Yeah. Um, I think. Kevin Feige always does well with his bit. Like you know, like those people and stuff. Yeah. Like, more Absolutely. Yeah. Were you, you guys? Ex- Lee. I think she's like the best. Yeah. She did really good. Uh, did. Were you guys excited about Raya? Raya. Yeah. That Raya. One looks really- oh, absolutely. Oh. It so excited. Gorgeous. I know. Yeah. Raya is so it's beautiful. Just- Copy of Moana? No, it's not. We saw no, it's not. Not, it's not a copy of Moana, right? Everyone can attest to that. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Absolutely. I don't think that was not that that similar. I think it's more influence on the Dragon series from DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, mean, I was thinking it was gonna be, but it wasn't. I don't know. It was kind of like its own thing, which I think is good because we've had a lot of animated sequels lately. So I'm glad only one of the four animated ones was a sequel. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I guess yeah. they look at, you know, the criticisms towards um, movie sequels that have been getting for a few years lately. And, yeah, I think it's time to just focus more on original stuff now. The one surprise uh, that I, I I did think that we would, they would do just a second on The Little Mermaid. I thought that they would introduce yeah. Haley, uh, uh, Haley Berry or whatever, Bailey, uh-huh. Haley Bailey, whatever, the new yeah. girl, because she's brand new. I thought that would be a natural place to kind of introduce her and maybe even have her sing. She was uh, even there at Disney at the D23. She was doing, like, one of the Blackish spinoffs. There was a panel mm-hmm. for that, and she was at oh that. She was yeah. there. And so I was waiting was to see if they were going to, like, announce Prince Eric or if they were going to bring out Lin-Manuel Miranda or something. They also didn't have Haley at the Little Mermaid celebration, which really surprised me. Yeah, and they had yeah. a Leahy who was going to do the concert, but they didn't have her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about the live action Milan for a minute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the shocking one for me because the director was was the only person to to appear at the panel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You heard about the controversy about um the actress, right? Yeah. The whole thing with yeah. Hong Kong or something. Yeah. I wish I had yeah. some of the other actors there though, because like she's not the only actor in the movie. She's not even the only actor in the scene we saw. Like they could have brought someone else. Mm-hmm. So what's what's yeah. the for those that don't know what what is this controversy that Jonathan? Made? Oh, for the uh, controversy. Yeah. Um, it turned, you heard about what happened to Hong protesters again against police br- brutality, right? Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the actress playing Mulan is actually supporting the cops. He's saying that they're there for a reason, right, and it did upset a lot of people on that. So I'm worried that she might not show up at all. Anyway. Any promotion for Mulan? I guess this is one of the examples that she can't show up. Speaking of controversy, although definitely not the same level of controversy, I wasn't. I was thinking that he might show up, but he I mean, then. I was then I was thinking he wouldn't. Like they actually had Tom Holland show up during the Spider-Man drama. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Marvel, mind well, you, but he was there. Well, during the Pixar no, panel, you mean? He was there for Onward. Um, yeah, but it was the it was the Pixar part of the studio's panel he was there for. But he did show up at a Disney event when. You know, the Spider-Man thing's going on right now, so... Yeah. Well, and he said, he said, uh, this has been a crazy week, I love you, 3,000, which was, yeah. you know, which was pretty... Yeah. I was just surprised he showed up, because, like, I thought he'd want, they'd want to, like, keep him kind of out of right now, let's focus on stuff that's not that issue. Yeah. You know, he was friend sucker for Onward. And, I mean, like, nothing happened, there was no, like, I don't know, there were no riots, like, save Spider-Man or whatever. I mean, I know someone made him more or less by the place, but that was another thing. But, like, yeah, it was fine. I was just kind of nervous. So, I mean, I'm glad it all worked out for that event anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for Tom Holland. I think he's feeling a bit better after the, the panel. Yeah, well, I mean... He got the biggest reaction, People were falling out of their seats. Yeah. So you all stayed for the three... Was it three days? Did you all do the whole I did. Shabbat? Two days, and then I did Disneyland yes. and stuff after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only took two Friday and Saturday. Same. I did three. I did the three day too. 
you're the only one that got to go to the parks panel. Yes, oh. I went to the parks on Sunday, which was fun. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. It uh, much of it was focused on uh, the work they're doing at the Epcot Park at, at Walt Disney World in, in Florida. And that part yeah, really I'm actually needs surprised. some. I'm actually surprised that Epcot's getting more announcements rather than like here in California or. Yeah, Florida. it was interesting that they spent most of the yeah big chunk of the time on Epcot. I think probably the the thing that that sent the crowd into the biggest tizzy was uh, Dick Van Dyke came on stage. Mm. I heard. Oh and then God, they announced the Mary Poppins attraction that they're building. Uh, at Epcot in the in the United Kingdom pavilion. Oh, did I was wondering why Dick Van Dyke showed up at Parks panel? Everyone's like, yeah. he's there. I'm like, why? Yeah. He got lost. He's got lost. Oh no. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, it's Mary Poppins. He's a day late. <laughs> is it going to so, be a dark ride? Do you think? That's the thing. So all they announced <laughs> is there's going to be a Mary attraction, Mary Poppins attraction. They did, who knows? All all they said. So they said the Mary Poppins attraction, and then the concept art they showed, and it's online. But they're going to build the Cherry Tree Lane. Oh. And, and, you'll, and you'll enter the attraction through, you know, number 17 Cherry Tree Lane. So that, so who knows? I hope it's a dark ride. My hope is, is just like, a, you know, an e-ticket dark ride, if you're familiar with that, you know, phrase for the yeah. Disney parks. Uh, but we'll see. But still, it was a fun. They had, they had the big. You know, they did the big chimney sweep dance. They had like twenty dancers dress up as chimney sweeps, and it was really fun. I feel like I they really put on a show with that one. From what I saw, they do. Like it's yeah, like, a, really, like a stage thing. Like yeah, you know, they have like the Make a Wish kids come out at the end and dance with the yeah. Disney characters. Like yeah, it was like a big party. It was really. I thought they did a nice job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish I was there. It was fun. But Dick, yeah, I, I wish y'all could have been there for Dick Van Dyke because that that was that was pretty special again, and that's just one of those things that makes D twenty, you know, that, that can really make the D twenty three expo neat. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. All about the moments. Yeah, for me too. The highlights was definitely the celebrations. I call them, they're sort of they're called panels, but they're really more like a concert that you go to. Uh, I. Uh, they they had an Aladdin concert, which was so well done. They had uh, all the original voice cast, obviously except for Rob Williams, of course. But they did a nice trip to him, and then uh, and then they had uh, people from. They had a singer from the uh, Disneyland show at the Hyperion. They they, so they paid tribute to that. And then they paid tribute to the Broadway musical. And they had to Aladdin sing a song from the Broadway musical. And then they had the new live action Aladdin. And then they had they had the choreographer come out and they did this this whole uh, choreo- the whole choreographer routine routine from Friend Like Me, which was so much fun. It was just it was a great show. And it's probably the highlight of the expo for me. And then then the next morning they did they had a 30th anniversary uh, celebration for the little mermaid uh so that was i mean i'm a huge little mermaid fan but it was inc- it was really great uh, jody benson was there of course and they uh they you know she sang a bunch of the songs and they had had the the animation team there ron clements was there uh talking about making it and they had all these behind the scene clips of Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, and then they had a, they had Pat Carroll uh, filmed a, a little hello to all of us, and that was great. The voice of Ursula, and she's a delight, and so that was really great. Uh, another great experience was I got to go to the character voices panel, and I didn't really know what to expect about this, but it ended up being amazing. They had all of the. Uh, Voice actors uh, for your Fab Fab Five, your uh, your Goofy, your Donald, your Mickey, your, and talking about their experiences, and they they had even a, a really cool behind the scenes old clip of of Walt Disney doing Mickey, which I've never seen before, and that was awesome. And then they had a, uh, they had um, the voices of Disney princesses come out with. Linda Larkin, Paige O'Hara, Jody Benson, and Nikki Nani Rose. And then for Goodwin came out, 
and a Lily Cravalho sang, and then the the voice the voice of Miguel from Coco, him and his brother, they sang, and oh, wow. it, it was a great night. And they ended up going way over. <laughs> so, mm. uh, but that's that's where I think D twenty three, it it's worth it. It's worth it when you get those moments that are just really that you're not going to be able to have that experience anywhere else. Yeah. Like it, people talk all about big panels, but they are kind of just big PR stunts. Like you know, and all of that stuff is going to be released in just a few months. Like usually not the day after, but um, but these special sort of concert experiences. Getting to meet, like I got to meet animator Floyd Norman. That was incredible. Uh, these kind of experiences, I actually think, is where it really becomes worth it. Because it's like that's the fan part. And I was trying to go to the Aladdin one. I wasn't able to. I had to look with the afternoon panels. But yeah, like there's. I'm glad they're like. Because even though it's like a Disney run event, like it's not really like a fan run content like some other ones. That they still manage to try and do stuff for the fans. Like and the cons are a good way of doing that. Like, I know they've had Alan Menken in past years come and sing and stuff, and they usually do, like, tributes to whatever movie's having an anniversary. But, yeah, like you saw. But, yeah, that's what I think, like, I'm glad they have those. Mm-hmm. Did anybody go to the Tarzan panel? That was that was my last panel on Sunday afternoon. Did, was anybody else there? No. That really. one was really good, too. They had, uh, yeah, if you could, tar- Tarzan's 20 years old. This, you know, Disney's animated version of Tarzan and they had uh, the producer and the two directors and then they brought out some of the animators and then Matthew Morrison Mr. Shu from Lee he <laughs> came out and did a, con- a little bitty concert he sang some songs from Tarzan and then he sang a couple other things he has an album that he's promoting yeah, Disney I was music. what he was doing there yeah. was the I'm like what's he doing there so yeah he sang some Tarzan songs and then he sang some other things but the, the behind-the-scenes stuff was re- the, just the interview with the directors was fascinating, you know, just to hear all the different stories about working with Phil Collins and, and how they came up, how they made some of their design decisions and different things. It was wonderful. You know, I just, I, I, I loved it. Well, um, I don't think we talked about Legends yet. That was, um, that's like basically kind of the opening ceremony of the event. Um, Bob Iger's or Bob Iger was hosting that one. And there's um, a small group of people from all over Disney, from the parks to the movies to Star Wars, Marvel, TV, whatever. And they get honored and inducted into, like, as a Disney legend, basically being in the Disney Hall of Fame. So they came out and told stories and stuff and, like, just kind of talked about their experience with Disney and, like, thanked everybody. And that was really fun. Uh, I ended up, like, getting up really early for that one, so I was kind of asleep during it. Not, like, asleep, asleep, but, like, I was kind of, like, in a dream-like state. But, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I don't know. Um, some people, like, most of them actually managed to... I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like... I, I don't know if I'm describing it well. Anyway, it's available to watch. Like, there's a live stream of it, and I think it's on YouTube. But it's a lot of fun. They really paid tribute to everybody. Everyone got, like, loud cheers. They had people from all over Disney, and I really like that they appreciate, like, people who designed, like, someone who designed the Fantasmic show was getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's doing choreography was getting it. Like, it's from all over taking, Disney. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think one of the biggest has to be Robert Downey. That was my favorite. He was my favorite. Oh, wow. I mean, shows. he told a story about how... Um, he got arrested for smoking pot in a Disneyland ride, so like everyone was <laughs> dying after that. And then he went first, and everyone had to follow it up. Everyone had to follow that up, and like it was like it never got that good again. But it was, <laughs> but it was crazy. I just do love that panel as well. That so was wonderful. so cool. Yeah, it was just it was more chill, and people. I mean, we were cheering, but like we weren't like screaming the whole time, like at some of like the announcement panels. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also went to another panel of Ages of Shield. Uh, they talked oh, about I a little bit about the show. Oh, I heard it was good. Yes. Yeah. You actually went there? No, I heard it was good though. It was really good. Uh, they show us the season seven premiere of Ages of Shield. They give us and a good like a year. Yeah, you have to wait for a year to um to watch the final season of Ages of Shield. But they show us the the premiere at the uh, at the panel. It was kind of cool that for the movies panel we got three pretty nice posters. Uh, yeah, and, and then 
up in my bag somehow because I only read a carry on and I managed and they didn't really get destroyed. So. Oh, that's oh, good. No. Yeah, but my yeah. mom wanted my mom wanted to take the frozen one from me, but I told her no. We need to find somewhere nice to put it. Yeah, yeah. I love the frozen one the most out of these posters. The some the scalper guy he comes up to me after and he's like, "Hey, I'll give you twenty dollars for your Star Wars poster." I'm like, "Get out of here! Leave me alone!" No way. Actually, somebody asked me for ten dollars for it. I told them I can't because it's something for me and <laughs> not for sale. I'm like, yeah. What's wrong? I this? heard that they were going for like fifty bucks, fifty you know, fifty dollars on eBay. I don't know. That's people just like the Star Wars poster. Everything from D twenty three. People were selling, you know those bags we got? Like there's yes. like they were going for like forty bucks on eBay. Some <laughs> bags they were just giving out for free, you know. Like free. they're all free stuff. <laughs> I didn't buy anything from there. Oh, one more uh, thing I want to talk about is actually the booths they have. Like, they have one for National Geographic. They're promoting about... Um, oh, yeah. Some sort of... Yeah, it's their first time appearance ever from National Geographic, which is interesting. Since, you and know, Disney bought Fox. The first booth, too, for D23. They hadn't had one yeah. before either. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had their, um, their, all their Stormtroopers um, displayed, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and they, they had the, the whole hero and villains costume display. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I did check that out. It's pretty all right. It's really nice. Yeah, the Hulu was there. Um, Disney Plus, you know, promoting their new streaming service. ESPN were all, were also there. And yeah. you don't have to be. You don't have to have gone to D twenty three to get the special founders rate for for Disney Plus. So you, you can you have to join D twenty three, but that's free to join D twenty three, and you can go and uh, I, I'm not sure for how long. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great deal. Uh, three years, hundred and forty-nine dollars, I think. And yeah, three years for the price of two. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So can't beat that. People should check it out. Yeah. Well, apart from myself, obviously, because I'm in the UK. So. But, uh, yeah, but I think can. that the buses are going to be available in the UK. Isn't it a launch? But I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure. Well, I think North America, near it. Yeah, North America is going to get it first. So okay. Yeah. Canada, yeah. Yeah, I'm Canadian. I think like Canada, U.S., and Denmark all get it the same day. I think it's Denmark that's third country, and then it's rolling out over the next year everywhere else. Yeah, it's um, Holland, yes. Holland, Netherlands. Yeah. Netherlands, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it is. It's a grueling experience. It's mm-hmm. exhausting, but it's also like I left on a big high. I mean, after going to that, especially that character voices panel and hearing Ale Cravalho sing, and and uh, you know, just some of those special experiences that you're never going to be able to have anywhere else. I, I, I was definitely glad that I went, and uh, and I, I, you know, I'll, I'll probably. But I think that's why they only have it every two years because you need like time to. <laughs> Get motivated to go again because it is it is a grueling experience, but it's it is a really fun experience too. It is. Yeah. Um. I hope next time I'm media, so I don't have to worry about the reservations because that was a mess. Um. Oh yes. Won't get too into detail, but let's say it's pretty much random. Some people got everything they wanted, and some people got nothing they wanted. Um. But yeah, I managed to get some of the stuff I wanted, even without most of the reservations. But yeah. Um. I hope I'm media next time. Because media gets into everything, and you can use your phone, and you have a designated section. You can just roll on up and get in. Mm. So, yeah. But I still like the event. It was really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Because even if you had a reservation, you still had to get in line pretty early. Well, uh, yeah. You just have to stay overnight. Yeah. And I can't I can't sleep in that room overnight. So, like, no. yeah. It's half a night of sleep before going. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not as where, strong yeah. as Jonathan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jonathan. You get All out, guys. You're amazing. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, the turkey burger's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Sold. (laughs) Right. Sold it. That's it. They did do a little bit better job with food this time, I thought, because they had this whole line of food trucks outside. That was a lot better than than the past. So that was nice. Because that convention center food is is iffy. But, yeah, those food trucks were great. Mm-hmm. A lot of options. Yeah. 
So. Oh yeah, I saw those outside. Um, I don't know. I didn't eat much at the con. Like I had my big meals after the con at like downtown Disney or on the way back home. I or yeah. not home, it's the hotel. Um, I had like a Dole Whip in there, and then I had like a banana from the basement food places. But yeah, um, I always forget to eat at these things. But yeah. <laughs> what a perfect way to um, close out the, the, the Disney podcast with a food truck uh, review. So, <laughs> um, but um, before we end this wonderful show, can you just let, let everybody know where we can find you? So, your Twitter handles or websites. We'll start with Rachel. Yeah, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And like Stanford said, we do a monthly Talking Disney podcast where we talk about one of the Disney classics. And we also talk about obscure animation, underrated, underseen, mm-hmm. uh, and that's really fun. And then also I am at the Hallmarkies podcast, so check it out. I'm at Julia Delbell on Twitter and also Instagram, although I'm not there as much. My Tumblr is Forever True Blue. Um, I'm also I'm a writer on Talent Recap and uh, the Diz Insider, so you can find my articles and stuff there. And yeah, just, you can just come me on Twitter and Tumblr and ask any questions about all this in the meantime. I'm getting a lot of Frozen 2 questions on Tumblr right now, so lots of information about that going on there. <laughs> uh, keep that out then. <coughs> Jonathan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, JonathanEST96. Same goes to Instagram, and that's all you can find me there. Stanford. Yes, I'm on Twitter at Stanford Clark, and then I also have that movie blog and podcast at moviespastandpresent.com. Wonderful. Uh, you obviously can find Filmotomy at Filmotomy on Twitter, on Instagram, there's a Facebook page, etc., etc. But do visit www.filmotomy.com. Uh, thank you guys. As a bona fide non Disney fan, I've been riveted listening to all talk about that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not being sarcastic, and I'm a sarcastic person. I'm genuine. You know, you painted a really, like, vivid picture of, of the whole event there. So. Well, this is really fun. Yeah. This was so fun. Thank you so gonna much. Be, right, gonna be a busy night for me. This. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a Disney, I could be a Disney fan by the time this goes out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. <laughs> Converted. Four against one. It's your life, and you can do what you want. Do what you love